Good morning, Raboisai. Today's shir is sponsored by Yoichan and Itzkowitz in memory of my wife's mother. By Joel Klein. And by Joe and Galia Berry. For a four shleima for Moshe ben Sara Rafman, our son-in-law, who was admitted to the hospital this past Shabbos with COVID. You believe this? In New York, there's no COVID, so I guess he doesn't live in New York. Mordechai ben Chaya Sara Lerefua Shleima. Oh, good point. So if you're in America, today is the 14th day in the Oimer. And if you're in Eretz Yisrael, Okay, thank you. Listen, you guys are a little slow. You're good at math, but you go slow on other things. Last night was phenomenal. We were in uh, Muncie. And there's actually some of you here that were in Muncie. It's crazy. The people will travel like that. It was, it was great times. And uh, the support, people coming out, 50 people coming out at 12.15 in the morning, going to sleep at 1.30 in the morning to hear Tyra, it's, it's unbelievable. And I said during Shear that I have to catch a flight, which I need to catch. I'm not packed yet, and I didn't print out any of the documents. You know, there's a lot of documents to print out. Hopefully that will work out. I said I'm going to just record the Shear in, in my room. And then uh, the Yom Kessler came over and he said, could I, could I come into the room? Could I be there with... <laughs> And then uh, someone else came over, and I realized there was, there was somebody on Shabbos that came to the house a number of times. He came, and he walked me from Mincha, walked out, and he really wanted to come, and it didn't work out. The ride to Muncie just didn't happen. So I said, you know, in his chos is Mr. Gray from Miami. In his chos, we'll do a, a real shir. I didn't realize it was going to be a turnout like this. I thought four or five people will show up, so... Shkoyach, everybody. Tremendous chizik. Thanks for coming from Brooklyn again. It's all these guys from Brooklyn, from, uh, from Lakewood. Who came? There's somebody here from, oh, you. Where, where did you come? Lakewood. Lakewood. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <clears throat> Today is the final daf of Masechta Shkalim. It was not an easy Masechta, especially for me. I don't know about you guys. Had some of the hardest days in daf Yemi learning. And it was a lesson for me. I think everybody struggled. Erev Pesach. We did four shiurim in the toughest daf in Masech Tashkalim, in Yerushalmi, four in 17 hours. And these guys were there, there's some of you were there every single shir, every single one of those four shiurim was, was incredible. Like going into Yantiv, going into Shab, it was crazy. So we're here all the way at the tail end. And I want to let you know that Masech Yuma is very, very easy compared to this. It's a, just an easy, light Masechta. It's enjoyable, shorter dafim. There's a lot of good pictures. It's beautiful stuff. We're going to be learning about the Beis Hamikdash, and we're going to relive that whole era. It's amazing stuff. So, fasten up. And, you know, I've been talking about Benjamin Schwartz is here. It's unbelievable. <clears throat> First of all, he put together a quick share. Not, not that many people. The, the first night I was here, I just called up an hour before or so, and I said, you know, I'm here. They ran out to Season Express, bought sushi and, and, and sesame chicken, all that stuff. And today also, he, I don't know, I think it was, who else? It's all his wife. Now also, I don't know who put this together. I'm assuming you and... So, but there's another thing I want to talk about, Benjamin, and that is he has a tremendous, tremendous chos. As of right now, I feel bad for him, but I feel I'm jealous of him. As of right now, over 500 people subscribed to start Yuma with us. And they're getting a free Gemara sponsored by Benjamin Schwartz, Yossi Klein, and a bunch of other guys. It's a tremendous... Think about it. If you have a hand in somebody learning Tyro, 
A lot of people haven't opened up a Gemara in a very long time. They learned in yeshivas, didn't learn in yeshivas, but they, you know, they're busy working and this is what the shir is about. <clears throat> Encouraging Balabatim to learn. If whatever it is, that $30, it's $15,000 they've put out so far for these Gemaras. If that Gemara encourages somebody to come to shir and because of that they get hooked to the shir or to Tyra, he shears in their schosim every time they learn. Not that it takes away from that guy's schos, but he gets his schos in Shemaim. He's going to get up there and he'll say, you know, you made this guy learn and this guy. And he'll say, Me? Yeah, you. That Gemara, that Gemara. So it's tremendous schos. I'm jealous of this schosim. It was their idea. They came up with it and they ran with it. So tremendous yishkoyach. If anybody wants to participate, there's ways to participate. You know where to reach dafbaramah.com and that sort of stuff if you want to do it. I think there's going to be another 200 Gemaras by tomorrow given out. How are you doing? Wow. He was last night in Muncie as well, Rabbi Halawani. All right, Yishkoyach. So that's that. Bring your friends. Rabbi said, you can do it also. Just go to your friends, encourage them to learn Torah. Tomorrow it starts in a Masechta. It's a great Masechta to start. It's only three months. And for Yom Kippur, we'll know, we'll have a better understanding what Yuma, Yuma means the day, Yom Kippur. We'll know what that is. So... Real quickly, I just want to say also uh, a quick mazel tov to somebody that recruited somebody. That's Shmuel Bernhardt. You see him every day on Zoom. His father-in-law is every day on Zoom. It's his first Masech that he's finishing. He picked the wrong Masech, I would say. <coughs> if this is your first Masech, the rest of Shas is easy. So mazel tov to Marshall Fisher, Shmuel Bernhardt's father-in-law. Mazel tov, mazel tov to all the Masayim today. Bezer Hashem, we're going to be Masayim. Do we have time for an email? Quick one. Let's see. Yeah, we'll, we'll do without the email. You got to catch a flight. All right. So we are holding like 12 lines from the bottom of Chof Aleph on the base. And any mistakes, anything, you know, I went to sleep kind of late, got up kind of early, and you let me know. You guys, the art scrolls. David address. I was just going to read your email. It's a good thing I didn't pull it out. We'll save it for tomorrow. We'll embarrass you tomorrow. So you finally made it. Great. From Staten Island. This is the way you do things. I don't know if you... You should get Sunday. What everything? That's right. Wow. David Address is in the house. We should start singing a song. Where in the world do you do Dav? All right. It's Sphira. Well, yeah. He's saying, you heard what he's saying. He's tining very good. He's saying, even if it's a cappella, it's still awesome. It's such a great song that even Sphere a cappella is awesome. Says the Gemara, If the Torah were talking about the Paroiches, remember the Paroiches was very thick, it was a tefach thick. It's 40 ama by 20 ama, 40 ama tall, 20 ama wide. And in the Torah it says, sorry, I got a little. Uh, I'm traveling, got a little uh, wrinkle. Vasisa paroiches. Tcheles, you like it? I did a little blue here. Vargamon and purple. I forgot already these colors. Vatrilas, shoni, vesheish. So there's four strings that, 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 uh, that comprise this uh, thread. Mashzar. What is mashzar? You take the four strings and you make it mashzar. Maisa chayshev, we're going to go into this word. What does chayshev mean? It's uh, by a designer. Chayshev. Says the Gemara, if it would just say chot, just the word chot, not mazzar, chot, echot means one. If it said kafal, lishnaim, it would mean two. Shazur, which it doesn't say, it says mazzar, shazur would mean three, like our tzitzis, kafal shmoina. So shazur would mean three, but it doesn't say shazur. Mazzar, it says mazzar. So what does mazzar mean? Mazar is double of Shazar. Shazar is three, so Mazar is double that, which is six. So four times, each one of these, Tcheles is six, Argoman is six. Four times six is 24. That's why the Mishnah said it was made out of 24 threads. Someone else says, no, it's not 24, it's 32. What's the, what's the math over here? Ilu amar chot, chot means echad, one. That he agrees. Kafol, l'shnai. If we would say kafol, it means two. Shazur, where he jumps. It kind of flows now. 
Shazur is double the one before, just like Kafel is double Chut, Shazur is Kafel Kafel. Shazur is double Kafel. And Kafel is two, Shazur would mean four. What does Mashzar mean? It doesn't say Shazur, it says Mashzar and it's double Shazur. Shmaina. So you get to eight. Eight per thread. And now you have all four varieties. So four times eight. That's how you get it to 32. Tani, and there's another man. It's 48. How? If the Torah would have said the word chot, chot always means one. Kafal is double one, which is lishnait, klia. Now, he sticks in a new word. The Torah could have also said klia, also brought that in the Torah. So klia would mean three. Shazur, Shazur is double three, which means lishisha. So now we got to six. Mashzar is double that of Shazar. So you have Shnei Masar, 12. 12 times the four different colors. Arbamigan or Arbaim Utmanyo, that's 48. The broiderer, he, these are the people that make the paroiches, that divides the Kredish HaKadoshim and the rest of the Heichel. What about this passage in blue? Doesn't say Maisa Roikem. Is there a difference between Roikem and Chayshev? Maisa Roikem, parts of Echad. So an embroiderer knows how to do one side. They can make a progress with one depiction of an animal. Maisa Chayshev, but if they're professional designers, Shnei Partsufais, they know how to do two animals. Rabbi Yudav Rebbe Nechemiel, what does that mean? Two. If you're just a simple roikem, you're an embroiderer, you know how to do a line from one side and a line from the other side. If it's maizachayshev, you know how to do a line on one side and blank on the other side. The other one says, So he says that the chayshev guy, He's so professional that he, he does two types of animals back to back. That's very difficult. To do a lion, let's say, on one side. Not that necessarily it was a lion. But if there was pictures of animals, which you're allowed to do, the lion, and right behind it, you're able to do it with the same threads and everything, and it looks like a completely different animal. It's not even an animal. It's a bird. It's a nesher. I told you, in Israel, they call nesher a vulture, for whatever reason. I had no idea until I went to, I said, where are the, where are the eagles? He said, no, that's, that's a nesher. A nesher is a vulture. It's like, oh, I thought it's an eagle. I'm not saying that that's what the Torah means. That's in Hebrew, in common Hebrew, nesher means a vulture. So this paroiches cost them, according to one shot, 820,000 golden coins. A ton of money. And they did it twice a year. They redid it. And they were able to put it in a mikvah it took them 300 kayanim to put in a mikvah. So I don't know if you had the schos to hear last night, the beautiful Vilni Gain. I'll say it quickly because it's a beautiful vart. The Mishnah says there was 300 kayanim that took this paroiches into the mikvah. Now you guys, you're better than the months you guys in math. So you'll chap it quicker. It's 40 times 20. It's 40 height by 20 width. So 40 plus 40. If you want to know how long how many square amas are there on this parecha? It's simplest math. 40 plus 40 is 80. Plus 20 is 100. And another 20 is 120. 120 amas. Each ama has five tvachim. So five tvachim, because it's kalim. This is a cleat. Five times 120 equals 600. So the 600 tvachim. That means, says the Vilna Gain, it's beautiful chap. The 300 kahanim could grab with their hands. Each hand is a tefach. You grab it like this. 300 kahanim equals 600 tefach. That's why the Mishnah says 300 kahanim can do it. But here we see the Gemara says, Guzma. It's an exaggeration. It doesn't mean that 300 kahanim literally picked up the prayer. They Maybe the villain can say, they could. It's possible. It fits in. But throughout Shas, we see that 300 is always an exaggeration. Sometimes 400 is an exaggeration. 300 barrels, 300 this, 300 parsa. The, anytime the Gemara wants to exaggerate, there's a, there's a, what, what's the word? There's a, okay, whatever. The Gemara throws in, it's a key word, the Gemara throws in 300, you know that when the Gemara says 300, it's code 
to an exaggeration. Shy. That's different. 310. That's different. Not, not 300 even. It's like a million. A million is the guy. If a guy says a million point one two six, then you know he's not exaggerating. No, no, that's not Panovich, man. The code. I was looking for. I was looking for the simple word called code. No, they use it as code. I need an article for the article word. It doesn't. All right. Says the Gemara, Taman Tanina and Pa'amim Hayalea Kishleishma is Kur. On the Mizbeach, it's actually a picture of the Mizbeach for later, so we could cheat a little bit and use it here. This picture, right over here. This is the top of the Mizbeach. These are the four horns, the Kronis, one by one. We had it for the other Sugi, we might use it today. Right over here, says the Gemara, sometimes there's 300 Kur. Now, what's a Kur? A Kur is two, uh, three quarters of 40 Sa. 40 so we know is three amma tall, a mikvah. Three amma tall, six feet tall, by one by one. Basically, a refrigerator. So if the Gemara tells us there's 300 core of ashes on this mizbeach, all the ashes in the Korbanos, that's telling me that there's 225 refrigerators piled up. No, does that make sense? Does that much? Says the Gemara. It's exaggerate again, 300, exaggeration, that's 225, maybe there's 10 of them, 20, so we threw out 300 refriger- 225 refrigerators would. All right, Halacha Gimel, the official Mishnah sponsored. for Esther Bas Leo Gittel. And Dvoira Bas, sorry. Says the Mishnah, Besar Kotshi Kotshim Shinitma. If you have the holiest of the holy type of carbon, kachi kachi, like a chatas, oila, became tame. Bein be'avatuma, bein be'vladatuma. So we're going to discuss exactly what an avatuma is. Just a, it's a short so you don't get all excited that we're learning kachim here. So if avatuma, avatuma, you know, is like a dead person, a sheretz touches it, or even a vladatuma. What's a vladatuma? We're going to see in the Gemara. Step below. Maybe the Rabbanon, maybe the Araisa. Whether this happened inside the base of Mikdash, outside, inside the Azar, outside. So we have a four-way machlekes here. Bishamay say everything, doesn't matter what it is, you always take it back inside and burn it right there. There's base Hadeshan over there where the ashes from the Mizbech first, they put it there in the corner. So burn everything there. Chutz is one exception to the rule. Chutz mishenitma ba'avatuma ba'chutz. If it was tamei, became tamei, it's avatuma, and it became tamei outside, leave it outside. Don't slip it back inside the base. Amigdosh, look, there's a problem that Tikkun Chalatim brings up. How do you bring anything that's tamei into the base? Amigdosh, that's it's a issue right to bring something that's tamei inside. He says it's not such a big deal. Why? Because. He gives a few reasons. He says that there has to be two things. That since it's food, so it can never be an avatuma. Kids are, there's, not, there's no isadar raisa here. Basil oimrim, hakol yisarev bachutz. Basil say the opposite. Everything must be burned outside. Chutz mishenitno vladatuma befnim. Besides, if it's vladatuma, inside. So meilo basil, we're going to see, hold, that... It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's only the Rabbanon and Midaraisa, it's not Tomei. Only Rabbanon said this should be Tomei. It's Nitma of Vladatuma became Tomei with the, the Rabbanon. So we don't care. It's not a bazaar for the Bishamigdash to burn something that's Tomei only with the Rabbanon inside the Bishamigdash. If it's the Raisa, get it out of here. It's Tomei. If became Tomei with the most stringent Toma. Like a dead person, a sheretz, So if it's an avatoma, it goes outside. It's too strong for the Beis Hamikdash. You don't. It's not nice for the Beis Hamikdash to burn it. But if it's only the rabbanon, Okay, then you can bring it inside because it's only. It's not really tamei midiraisa. 
depends. So if it became Tommy inside of Yisamigdash, you burn inside of Yisamigdash. If it became Tommy outside of Yisamigdash, you burn outside of Yisamigdash. I saw a nice svara here from the Rabbeinu Meshulam. He explains why. He says you have two things going against each other. You have the, the meat. You don't want to be mevaz the meat. It's kachim. You also don't want to be mevaz of Yisamigdash. So what do you do? So if it happened inside the Yisamigdash, so you don't want to be mevayish the meat and take the meat outside. But if it happened outside of the Beis Hamikdash, you don't want to be mevayish the Beis Hamikdash by bringing the meat inside the Beis Hamikdash. So you just keep it where it is. Just leave it. You have two opposing powers, so to speak. So wherever it happened, it happened. Just a few lines of this kachim. Don't worry about it. And then we go to Yuma. By the, by the way, the whole we did a lot of sugyas here and there that have to do, with, including today, sugyas that have to do with Yuma. It's like a preparation for Yuma. So, Bakapara says, what does it mean, Avatuma? Avatuma means, here, we'll go back to that chart. Avatuma, a body, a corpse, a sheretz, or even a person that touched the body, he's an Avatuma. So that's Dairaisa, that's, that's what we're talking about. What does Vladatuma mean, according to Bakapara? And the Gemara likes Bakapara, so we're going to go later on with Bakapara. Asks a quick question of Rabbi Yechon and just leaves Rabbi Yechon on the side and goes with Bakapara. Vlad Atuma Midivreya. Vlad Atuma means something that became Tame only Midirabara. For instance, the mashka of a Zav, if a Zav touches mashka, it's, it's Avatuma. That's a Zav. But other mashkim are not Avatuma. So Rabbanon said that if a Sheriz, let's say, touches liquid, this became Tame. By Sharetz, then we, we're going to give it Tuma. Yeah, Shmini, yesterday also. Yeah, we even had extra Tuma yesterday in the Gemara, which had to do with, uh, yeah, Bakaira. You would know this stuff. All right. So, I don't know if you remember this. Some people were telling me they like this chart because of this uh, shoots and ladder thing that Midra Banan, you take this Shlishi Mashka. And it becomes a region. But that's Midrabana, not really much to do with what we're saying now. But even this mashka that's metama kli, that could be metama another kli, is a Dirabana halacha. And that's what we're talking about. That's what it means, Vlada Tuma. It's outcome of Tuma, meaning it's a very weak Tuma, it's a Dirabana Tuma. No. What does Vlada Tuma mean? Vlada Tuma, Devar Taira. So it touched, let's say, the spittle of a zav, it's, it's, it's a vlad of a dairaisa, but it's still dairaisa, the bold dairaisa, but it's one step less. So the Gemara asks, according to Rabbi Yechonah, we have a problem in Bishamai. Well, Bishamai was way before, so according to Rabbi Yechonah, we have a problem in Bishamai. Bishamai say everything must be burnt inside, unless it's an avatuma that, was, that happened outside. So the Gemara says, If you're telling me that Vladatum is also the Raisa, so who cares? What's the difference if it's Avatum or Vladatum or the Bold Tumma the Raisa? Shouldn't be any difference according to Bishama. And even according to Basil, it should be, okay, yes, a very good Kasha according to Rabbi and Bishama. But even if you take Basil, we have another problem. Everything is burnt outside. We don't want to. Be mezals on the base of Migdosh and start burning Tuma inside the base of Migdosh, outside. Chotz, Mishinit, Vlad, Tumas, Atuma, Bifnim, unless it became Tame with the Vlad Atuma inside. Mabin Vlad Atuma, Bifnim, Mabin Vlad Atuma, Bifnim, Mabin Vlad Atuma, Bifnim, Mabin Avatuma, Bifnim. If you tell me Vlad Atuma is a Dairaisa Tuma, then what's the difference between Av and Vlad? They're both Dairaisa. The different levels, great, but they're both Dairaisa. How can you burn a Dairaisa? In a base amigdash, it's not nice to the base amigdash. It's still bizarre for the base. If you say that this tuma is the rabbanan tuma, in other words, midaraisa is not even tame. Chachamim put their own chumras on it, so that's why it's not a bizarre to the base amigdash. I'm burning something that's not tame in the base amigdash. Rabbanan said you should be machmer, pretend it is okay, but it's not really. But according to you, Rabbi Yochanan, that we're talking about deraisa, deraisa, it's still a bizarre for the base amigdash. Says the Gemara, uh, yeah, it's a question. 
So therefore, we're going to abandon Rabbi Yochanan and we're going to jump on board with Bar Kapara who says that this difference, the Ava Tumah and Vlada Tumah is the difference of the Arise and the Rabbanan. It's not a real Tumah. You're going to ask me a question. According to Bar Kapara, how does it fit into Bishamah? Everything is burned besides Ava Tumah that's that happened outside. Ma bin Ava Tumah, bin Bachutz, bin Bifnim. Isn't it a deraisa? So I'll answer. Begin the Rebbe Kiva. No, they're going to hold a little bit like Rebbe Kiva. That wherever it happened, that's where you burn it. But a tumah derabbanon that never, that's not even tumah deraisa. We don't care about. Bring it into the beis And you don't have any questions on beisil. The beisil Omar hakol yisor v'chutz. Uh, everything that's burned out, outside, outside of Yisamigdash, you can't be invited to Yisamigdash, besides the Vlad But now we're going, what does Vlad mean? It's not even Tomei If that happened inside, you burn it inside. Is it not? You should be able to bring, even if it happened outside, bring it inside. Begin the Rebbe Shimon Omar, So again, if it's a, just a Shvacha Tumah, it's the Rabbanan Tumah, it's, it's not really Mevayish the Besamikdash. So what's the difference where, where it happened? Inside the Besamikdash. If it happened outside the Besamikdash, bring it inside the Besamikdash and, and burn it inside the Besamikdash. It's not a busha for the Besamikdash. Oh, there's a Svara, says the Gemara. We learn from Mitzayra. You have to the the guy is garis here. So if you if a mitzayra touched liquid, don't bring it inside. You see this idea of don't bring it inside. But what if it's already inside? Leave it. It's an idea that we see by mitzayra that yes, even if it's it's weak, don't go out of your way to be mivayish to be even though it's not a real busha. If it's already inside. You can go ahead and burn it, but don't bring things from the outside. You see that by Mitzvah. Fine. Halacha Dalit. Fish. Yes. Ah. What's wrong with you guys? These guys are not professionals. You see, this is the first year. Don't let it happen next year. You know what? We have to do this more often. Bez Hashem, I don't know where my son's chasen is going to be, but if it's around here, Bez Hashem, we'll, we'll have to, like, and do it properly. We'll, we'll give people more than two hour notice. And <laughs> Staten Island. How many guys did you recruit over there? Let's hear. <laughs> you want to slip all these poor guys over there? All right. Sorry for the interruption. Who else? That's it. Okay. So, the official Mishnah. Is sponsored l'schos a shidduch for Esther Dvara bas Gittel and Dvara bas Suri. Evare hatamid. So this is an easier sugya, not as scary as the one before. This is what happens when you have a black and white printer and smaller paper. But anyway, this is the ramp going up to the mizbeach. The way it worked, they would bring a carbon tamid every morning and every evening. And they were, it was a process. So now we're learning about that process. Things that we didn't know. They took the parts of the carbon tamid and placed them nicely on the ramp of the mizbeach and walked away from it and went to Davin Shachris. This is before Shachris. And it stayed there. By, when they came back from Shachris, they picked it up and put it on top of the mizbeach. So, where do you place it? The kevish is a long ramp, halfway from the midpoint and downwards towards the beginning of the ramp. Bemairov, on the western side of the ramp. Shemusafim nitonim mechatsi kevish ulemato. Karbim musaf on Shabbos, on Rosh Chodesh. Again, you put it mechatsi kevish ulemato. In terms of how far up the ramp, it's the same. Bamizrach, but it's on the eastern side of the ramp. Where do you place it? You put it on the karkoiv. 
So according to the Rambam and others, Karkov, we learned once that Karkov is this nice design around, and it is. There's a design around the Mizbech, it's called Karkov. Referring to over here, this is a picture, don't, don't look at this. It says five Amas, that was, in that sugi that we learned a few days ago, the Karkov, this is the top of the Mizbech, right? It's like this. So this is a bird's eye view. And Moshe Rabbeinu's Mizbech was five Amas. But our Mizbech is like... Uh, 28 minus 4. So 24 amas would be this area over here inside. But from here to there, 28 amas. Okay, nice. It's almost 60 feet wide. So again, even our Mizbech, we have four horns. They're called cronies. They're one by one by one. So that takes up one ama. Plus one ama, it's two amas from the width. That's why I said there's less than 28 amas in the center. And then this is the Karkov, where the Koyhanim walked around. Okay, so they would place the meat of the Musaf right over here where these arrows are. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in this area as well. It doesn't have to be necessarily where the Kohanim was, but the empty area. So they really had like two Amas here. Okay, if I'm wrong, let me know. Uh, don't worry about it. You can keep your money. Why? Matzah shekel, there's no use for it today. We don't have karbanas, it's for karbanas. So, you don't have to give matzah shekel. What about bikurim? It says in the Pasuk about the base hamigdash, tovi, base Hashem alikecha, something like that. MMA law, it has to do, bikurim has to do when there's a base hamigdash. To give maizer from your fruit, from your produce, umaiser behema. You own a bunch of animals. Believe it or not, if you didn't learn this mission, you wouldn't know. You think, ah, that's for, for those days. No, there's the concept of meiser behema bezmanazeh. Just we don't do it. Why don't we do meiser behema? Guy owns a ranch. He has to do meiser behema. Well, if you don't do meiser behema, you're not over. You, you, in other words, you're allowed to eat it. You're still allowed to eat. It's not like meiser on food that if you don't give, you can't eat. Animals, if you don't give. The problem with animals is that if you designate animals and set aside, you can't bring them carbonus or anything, so it's going to be a takala. People will come to use it by mistake, so we say, don't give, even though we have a chiv bismanazeh. So don't think, oh, this is stuff for the base hamigdash, it's not neget to me, it is neget. In a way, I mean, we don't do it, but you have to know that there's a chiv of meiser bismanazeh on behema, and a chiv of meiser on produce. So, and to give the firstborn of an animal. Every 10 animals is Maiser Behema, the firstborn. Even when there's no Besamikdash, even Bechutzlarz. Says the Tanakhama, the Mishnah, that if you set aside, you say, this should be a Machsa Shekel Besamikdash. What are you? You're in Farakaway. What do you mean? Cedar, sorry, Cedar. Five towns. It's Kaddish. Has Gdusha. But it doesn't say anything about shkolim. You notice? It says, if a person says machzah shekel and bikurim, takes his first fruit and says, this is kaidish, it's kaidish. Comes from Shimon and argues on one of the two. He says, on bikurim, not kaidish. Seems like he admits that a machzah shekel does work. Says the Gemara, Ezu Karkov Amizbeach. What does it mean, Karkov? Ama ben Karen le Karen. Here, it says Mefurish. Ama ben Karen le Karen. The Ama between, I don't know if it's Mefurish, you'll argue. Ama ben Karen le Karen. Mokam hiluch ragalikanam. Where the Kohanim walk around. But it does say, Ama ben Karen le Karen. The Ama between the Quran. That's why I believe it's in this area as well. Musve Shabbos. Musve Rish Chaydash. So according to the Tikkun Chadatan, we must explain, because th- this is actually Mefurish Mishnah, and they knew all the Mishnahis that we have in Babli. So it can't be that they had questions on a Mefurish Mishnah. So therefore, the Tikkun Chadatan explains, we're talking about a different case than our Mishnah. The case is, when both of them are in front of us, when you have both a carbon Musaf of Shabbos and a carbon Rish which one comes first? What do you say? If you have both of them together, you probably say, Shabbos, why? Tadr, very good. Shabbos Musaf Rish Chodesh Mikodim. Rabbi Yirmiyah Savar, Meimar, he wanted to say 
I think Rishchayda should be first. I'll bring you a raya from this. You know, the, the Litvaks, I don't know about you guys in America, I don't know, I don't remember anymore, but what do you guys do? If you dive into Ashkenaz, on Shabbos Rishchayda, do you say, Mizmoshir Liyama Shabbos, or just Barchi Nafshi, for the Shir Shal Yayim? You do both? Everybody does both here? Everybody in this room? Even Ashkenaz? Avramayim Fagovich doesn't do it. Oh, because Chaim Berlin is Grah. They only do Barchi Nafshi. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They only do Barchi Nafshi. I'm telling you, that's what they do. They do. So in Eretz Yisrael, they only do Barchi Nafshi by Ashkenaz. Over here is a good raya for Hasidim, for Nusach Svard. It says over here, if you have both, you have the Shir Shul Yom, you have Nishmas, uh, you have Baruch Nafshi, and Shir Shul Shabbos. Which one do you do first? Shir Shul Shabbos and Shir Shul Rishchidosh, Shir Shul Rishchidosh Kaidim. It seems like you do both, but you do Rishchidosh first. It's a good right to Hasidim and to Nusach Svar. Now, you're going to speak to the Lubavitchers, uh, according to Shloimi, Lubavitchers like to take off from everything, and they do like Svar. They probably don't do either. I don't know. Like, they, have this, like, they do the shorter one. According to Shloimi, they'll do the shorter one. No, I'm just kidding. Fine. So when it comes to the Karban, he says, Rishchayi should come first also. Yeah? This is for Shloimi Klein. It's like uh, Fabrengen here. L'chaim, L'chaim. Blue label, Yishkoyach. Thank you. The Bakari himself. All right. Not a good raya. What connection does Shir Shul Yoyim have to do with the carbon? When everybody's in Shul, I got to say in the Beis Hamikdash, I have to tell people, hey, it's Rish Chodesh today. So I scream out, Barkin Nashi, and they get the idea. When it comes to, to, to carbon, perhaps, it makes more sense, like you guys said, to do the Shabbos first. So now we're going to skip. We're going to come back to this line. It's not a, it's not a cool grah that he takes out a line and we don't have to do it. We're going to do it. But after we finish this, go to the words, Biram Hacha. But over here, Musve Shabbos and Musve Shchodesh, Musve Shabbos, why? Hashem Because Tadim Shene Tadir, Tadir Kaidim, so Shabbos comes first. And then you go back to the line that we skipped. Since the Muslim of Shabbos comes first, we do, obviously we have at least four times more Shabbosim than Rish Chodesh. So the Shabbos comes first. So we shech that Shabbos, and believe it or not, on that carbon of Shabbos, we say, Remember all the Kohanim, all the Levim line up, it's beautiful, and the guy goes with his cymbal and goes bang, and they start singing, it's beautiful, you have to picture it, it's unbelievable. Whole choir, a real choir, not that Chazanash stuff that Dailam doesn't like, the good stuff. Bikurim. Sorry, I know there's that always that one guy that loves Chazanas. Bikurim. So it says in the Mishnah that if a guy, Bismanazah, says, oh, this, this money should be Shkalim, this money should be Bikurim, and Reb Shimon says, Bikurim is not Kaddish. Hashkalim Kachur, the Gemara is Medayik. He only argued on one of the two. And it seems like Shkalim admits that Shkalim is Kaddish. Reb Shimon, you the Mishim Reb Shimon. He said in the name of Reb Shimon Be'echai. Be'in Elo, Be'in Elo, Loi Kachur, not true. You can make any duke you want. I'm telling you, I heard Mufurish from Reb Shimon himself that it's not as if you do Chatsi Shekel, it's not going to work, just like it doesn't work for Bikur. Tani, Boisai, if you came just for this halacha, this is halacha that not very many people know. A person that becomes a ger. So we know, person becomes a ger, what does he have to do? He has to have a bris milah, and he has to go into the mikvah. What else does he have to do? Ask your friends, nobody will know. He has to bring a carbon. So bring a carbon. So, ger bizman kinoi rivas kesef. He doesn't, there's no carbon today, but he has to bring something. So he has to bring money. A rivas kesef. In those days, he would bring two birds, two oilois. Why? Like our forefathers, just our forefathers, they became gerim, became, went into Klai Yisrael with Mila, Tvila, and Hartsoas Dam, meaning 
They, they, they brought a carbon that had blood to it. It wasn't just a mincha, like flour, bread. It had blood. So this has to be blood. Yeah, small one, a bird, but nevertheless, he has to bring a carbon. We don't do it. A ger does not bring money. That's why we don't know about this halacha. Okay, it should apply, but it's not a good idea. He says, because the takala, the money has kedusha to it, and it's going to go into circulation, and somebody's going to be using kadesh money. Sounds like Hatar uh, Sandarim. You're not supposed to be magdish. Emarech means you do a ha'arach. You say, I want to give money to Beis Like that guy's worth, whatever he's worth. 20 selah, 20 shekel. It's another language of ha'aracha, of hegdish. And we don't do it. We don't do it. Trumas and maestros. And if you do do it, you have to burn it. And you have to be What does that mean? You have to never lock her up. Torture. This always brings a cringe to animal lovers, but it's halacha. If somebody by mistake took an animal and put a kedusha on it, there's nothing you can do with it. You have to just let it die on its own. You could either crush the money till it's disintegrated, or you can throw it into the Dead Sea. Dead Sea means literally a place where no one is able to retrieve it. There's no scuba divers, there's no ships. Okay. What happens if he went ahead and he was Magdish? So from the fact that Rabbi Shimon said, that Rabbi Shimon said, don't do it because of Takala, so you see from that that there is Kedusha. He said, don't do it. Why not? Because there's a special Kedusha to it. We've got to be careful. That's it. Enough with these interesting names. We're about to turn the final page of Shkolem. Question he's asking. How come when it comes to a ger, you say that the money that he sets aside, a ger, he didn't know the halacha that today we don't do it, it's a taka. He does it anyways. It has a kedusha. And when it comes to a chatzi shekel, if he didn't know that you're not supposed to do it, and he did it, loikachu. So we have to finish the mesecht, of course, with a shinigursais and a whole mess over here. In fact, if you look at the last, last words in the Masechta, it kind of gives a picture of the whole Masechta. They take out the whole last line, because it's repeated twice. Almost repeated word for word, the last line. Oh, oh, Yishkoyach, that they remember. <clears throat> we just turned to Chavbezim and Bey, sponsored by Yaakov Badner, who's here. Oh, oh. Who's, who came all the way to Muncie last night as well, Yishkoyach. So you know, you know what happened last night when we said it, everybody said, oh man, so you got to repeat over here. Uschos for Yaakov Banner's daughter, that Dina Tamar should become a Kala Bikarayv. Dina Tamar Bas Esther Rivka. And for Shidduchan, because he's also a sponsor. Oh, he's here, sitting next to each other. Wow. For a Shidduch, now we know what it is. Don't tell anybody, it's a, it's a Nister. For a Shidduch, for my daughter, Soralina Bas Goldaleo. Alright. Says the Vilna going inside. This we have to do inside. Omalei. Tamanim Magdish. Vinayachachi. Borebe Samigdosh. What are you going to do? If you do a Machsa Shekel, you're going to leave it until the Besamigdosh comes. Shema Yibana Bay is Berishain. What if the Besamigdosh is built on Rish Chaydish Nisan, the first month of the year? Now, if the Beis Hamidosh is built on the first of Nisan, all the Maksa Shekel that we had beforehand is, is Shiar Alishka. We don't use it anymore. We need new stuff. We need new money, right? That was the whole Masechta. Shkolem has to be brand new when? From beginning of Nisan. So it's possible, first of all, A, we don't want to say it, but it's possible the Beis Hamidosh won't be built. And even if it's built, it's like a Svek Sveka. Even if it's built, it might be built at the wrong month. It doesn't, doesn't work out for us. So what are you going to do with this money? So in Mela, the money doesn't become Kaddish at all. But a ger, a ger has no problem. He could set aside his money, and when the Beis HaMikdash comes, which is going to come soon, we'll use his money. That's enough. Give me between a ger and Machsa Shekel, Vokham, Islach. But by a ger, what's the, what's the big deal? You don't have any problems. 
And this is then in the Masech Rabbi, so right here. We're done according to the Gro. Rav Amnuno v'Rav Adar Barahavo b'Shem Rav. They say in the name of Rav. Halacha Kirib Shimon. The Bikurim is not Kadosh. Why did I write here? I wrote here the Bikurim is not Kadosh and Shkolim yes. I hope I'm right. Uh, didn't we just learn? Oof, that's what happens when you prepare. Shkolim, we said Shkolim not. Yeah? Didn't we say Shkolim not? Okay, I wrote Shkolim yes, I'm going to go with that. I'm going with that. Halacha is Bikurim not Shkolim yes. Hadron Aloch Perik Kola Roikin, Ustikulam Sech Shkolim. Hadron Aloch Perik Kola Roikin, Ustikulam Sech Shkolim. Hadron Aloch Perik Kola Roikin, Ustikulam Sech Shkolim. We can do the same right now, yeah? This is the first time ever that I've done a seum on the spot like this. Usually we prepare, we come a different time, a different day. It's on the spot. Lekavet Shmuel Bernard's father-in-law.